It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's now time for Softy and Dick's Fun with Audio. Jimmy G, porn star Jimmy. Me, Mr. Garoppolo. Now, let's have some fun with audio. All right, lots of cool stuff to get to here on the radio show. Uh, we do, though, have to read off our first winner in our Seahawk ticket giveaway, courtesy of VenueKings.com, for the first official pair of tickets for the throwback game against the Browns in October. The Seahawks announcing today they will wear their retro uniforms, their throwback uniforms, October 29th against the Browns. If your name is Ian Albright, not Benjamin Albright, if your name, or Madeline Albright, if your name is Ian Albright, you got five minutes to call 286-9595 right now and claim your tickets for that game, courtesy of our friends at VenueKings.com. You want to buy them on the website, I would jump on the site right now because those ticket prices will go up after the news came out today. That's the game. You'll finally see retro uniforms on the Seahawks. All right, a little fun with audio slash, hey, did you hear that, Dick? Did you happen to hear that? Oh, what's, what's that, that Dick? Let's get to our friend Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA Tour. But let's go, first of all, back one year ago. Jay Monahan talked about his feelings about the Saudi Arabian-backed LIV Tour. I've talked at a player meeting, and I've, and I've talked to a number of players uh, individually uh, for a long period of time. And I think you'd have to be living under a rock to not know that there are significant implications. And I would ask, you know, any player that has left or any player that would ever consider leaving, have you ever had to apologize for being a member of the PGA Tour? Wow. Okay, that was a year ago. Mm-hmm. Here now. Has anything changed since then, Dave? Is the same guy today in an interview on CNBC, Jay Monahan, talking about the new merger between his tour and their tour. It's a historical day for the PGA Tour and the game of golf. Uh, and it's a historical day for the PIF and the DP World Tour. And you're right. You know, there's been a lot of tension in our sport over the last couple of years. But what we're talking about today is coming together to unify the game of golf and to do so under one umbrella. We've recognized that together we can have a far greater impact on this game than we can working apart. You know what I think about Jay Monahan? I think he's a sellout and a chump who should have kept his big mouth shut from the start. That's what I think. I, I was very curious as to why he came out so hard against Liv instead of just saying, hey, we're going to do our thing. We know we've got the best tour. This yep. is where the players are going to be. And yep. and because yep. then he would never have to backtrack because, like we said earlier, eventually something like this was going to happen. 
Yep. And yep. now he's got egg all over his face, even though yep. he probably gets to stay to be the commissioner. He's probably going to be really, really rich. He looks ridiculous. He's made the players more money, but he looks ridiculous in the eyes of the public and in the eyes of some players. You heard Damon on about in the last hour that said they had a player advisory meeting today. And in the meeting, apparently somebody st- stood up and called for a change in leadership, and the whole freaking room applauded. Yeah. 90% for crying out loud. he said stood up and pl- applauded. So that shows you what the players think of this guy. And uh, again, I mean, you ask, why would he say that back in the day? Because he's arrogant because this is the way things have been done for decades and decades and decades the best players in the world play on the pga tour that's the way it's always been done and then somebody finally comes around and does something different and he's too arrogant to believe that maybe just maybe that group could possibly have some success and hurt our product and they did that and now he looks like a freaking dipstick absolute freaking dipstick all right let's get to it uh dick did you happen to hear that what's that what's that dick uh, how about our friend Colin Cowherd? You love Colin Cowherd. We haven't done a segment of what did Dick Fane learn on Colin Cowherd's show in a long time. Colin Cowherd on today's show, Fox Sports host, talking about his thoughts on live golf and the opportunity that he himself claims he turned down from live. I don't have to love the live golf tour and everything it stands for. By the way, I was offered six figures to do some reads for the live golf tour. I didn't accept it. But I didn't badmouth other hosts that did. I'm not in their shoes. I don't pay their taxes. I don't have their life. I don't know what's going on. Stop lecturing politicians, golf tours. Stop lecturing us. When people get great opportunities, I'm not in your shoes. I don't know what it means to your family. Maybe get your kids to college. I don't know. You don't know. Years ago, I had a boss, Mike Cutler. He was a news director. And we were talking about something, and I was getting real preachy and being a young, you know, journalist. And he said, what's your favorite uh, candy bar? And I said, uh, Kit Kat. He goes, what if I told you the guy that created Kit Kat's the worst human being in the world? Would you stop eating it? Oh, you know, I'd probably eat it. He goes, there you go. You think you know, and you don't know. Well, I mean, I think he's, I believe he's right. Because I'm just thinking as he was saying that, if let's say you've got a job, you're making 75 grand, and the PIF of Saudi Arabia buys yep. a competing company, 51% share of a competing company. Right. And they call you up and they say, we like what you do over here. We're going to give you 10 times your salary. We're going to pay you $750,000 a year. Sit, don't move. Same right. city. Come right. over and do the same thing you're doing now for us. Are you really going to look at your family and say, no, no. I'm not going to take that job right. because I'm right. resting on my principles? Hell well, no, you're not. And it doesn't mean that you have to agree with your employer. I mean, God, I mean, it's not on the I – mean, I, I will be honest with you. There are certain things I don't agree with the way iHeartRadio does stuff. Not on Saudi Arabia's level. Okay, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> but that's fine. I mean, I, I disagree with it. And I think I think the one thing, and by the way, just quickly, Ian Albright did not call back, unfortunately. Ian Albright is not going to win those tickets for that Browns game, man. Oh, that's the wrong yeah. button. I, I meant to hit this button right here. Uh, so Don Duncan is on the clock. Don Duncan has five minutes to call 286-9595 and claim his seats for the Browns game in October. Harold Varner was asked why he joined Liv, okay? And there's a story here. As a child, Varner, Varner's family could only afford to buy him $15 Stefan Marbury shoes that had no midsole support. He developed a degenerative nerve condition that still requires daily anti-inflammatory medication. It's one of the reasons why he signed with Liv, knowing his playing days could be limited. 
How many of these guys that went to live were thinking about other people besides themselves? Most like of their them. families, yeah, for most example. Of them, okay? Generational money. So I'm with Colin a thousand percent on this. I get so tired of the judgmental lectures that I get from people that don't even know who the hell they're talking about or what they're talking about. And all of it exists on social media, by the way. All of course. Of it. All of, of it. course. And and all of us Ugh. at some point have been in touch with Saudi money, whether it's filling up at a gas station or what have you. All right. of us have been in touch with it. So, like, if you've got a problem with it, you better dive deep into where you spend your money and make sure that sure. not one sure. red cent goes to the PIF. Well, and look, there's there's certain things that are unrealistic and unavoidable. I get that. Like putting gas in your car. I totally understand that argument. But I also think... As you know, the PGA Tour has had a partnership with Saudi Arabia for years. Mm-hmm. KPMG fired Phil Mickelson when he went to live, and they have an office in Riyadh, for God's sakes. I mean, what are we doing here? It is so unbelievably hypocritical, and the selective anger out there is making me nuts. All right, uh, let's see. Dick, did you happen to hear that? What's that, Dave? What's hey. that, Dick? Uh, I'm looking for my drop here. I couldn't <laughs> find it. Uh, today on the Pat McAfee Show... ESPN analyst Kendrick Perkins. Is this now on ESPN officially? Is Pat McAfee on ESPN now? He's not that, on no. it yet, but he's been hired by ESPN. Right, right, right. The show okay. hasn't started yet. So but Kendrick was joining his podcast. On his podcast. Yeah. Got it. So today on his podcast, ESPN analyst Kendrick Perkins talked about Nuggets center Nikola Jokic and his lack of marketing on ESPN. But this Joker guy, why isn't he on TV every single night? And should he be Perk? Absolutely should be. He he is one the best player in the league. He's the most skilled center to ever touch the damn basketball. Let me say that, okay? When every time he shoot, I think it's going in. I don't play, I don't care the level of difficulty, but we are to blame. And that's us as the media, us at the network ESPN because we should do a better job of promoting and marketing him and he should be on television we shouldn't have to be waiting to the nba finals to be able to appreciate Jokic. like we got to do a better job including myself of actually marketing him like let's talk about the lakers and lebron james and jason tatum and more talk about Jokic. Well, I, okay he, he's 100 percent right because right, i watch all that stuff every day and i will say in the lakers nugget series it was 90 percent lakers and 10 percent right, Jokic. Right. and in this series it's been 70% heat and 30% nuggets. Yeah, I mean, there's just there's just not a lot of and maybe maybe they know what the people want. Maybe they just think okay, the Nuggets are a boring basketball team and nobody wants to hear anybody talk about them. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I uh does anybody else find it funny that Kendrick Perkins has basically pulled a 180 on Jokic? Remember the whole controversy when he claimed that like 80% of NBA MVP voters were white? And ESPN had to come out and apologize for him. Remember that? Oh, Talking about Jokic winning the MVP. Yeah. Remember I that like a month that. and a half ago? And now he's on the air telling us that we should talk more about Jokic? <laughs> I forgot about that. I mean, that what was is him. it? Which one is it? I mean, the guy's pulled a freaking 180. He's all pissed off two months ago that there's too many white guys voting for the MVP. And now he's saying that we don't give the white guy enough love. <laughs> What is it? And he called the best skilled big man in, 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 I mean, the, in ever. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's funny. How nobody's talked about that. It's a total 180. All right, I got one more. Dick, did you happen to hear that? What's, What's that, Dick? Uh, let's get to uh, yesterday on first take. Oh, here we go again. Kendrick Perkins <laughs> is back, getting shamed for breathing heavily <laughs> while J.J. Redick was talking about the Heat Nuggets series. This is not the first time a team has made 
uh, been, been more physical with Jamal Murray and tried to disrupt their two-man two action. For as well as the Nuggets have played at times, I, Perk, is that you moaning in my ear over and over again? Yeah, I know. I, mean, I was getting it's, ready to oh ask you. You sound like you got sleep apnea, Perk. Are you okay? Was you all right? Are you okay? Yeah, that's me. It's okay. Not, it's, it's, all right. It's not are you moaning. intentionally, it's are you intentionally trying to be disgusted? Oh yes, I am. It's, it's a gross intention. noise, man. Keep, it's a gross noise. Keep going. That's all right. I'm we'll just saying that's keep very keep disrespectful. You, have, you don't have to sound like you got sleep apnea on live television. You could Who disguise it a little. That's fine. I mean, that's, that's, fine. that's fine. That's fine. That's very that's fine. disrespectful. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Who was on crack? I mean, you could, that would annoy the hell out of me. If you were on remote in one spot and I was in another spot and you were going, I was like, Dick, what are you doing? Come on, man. I mean, I got people that eat on the air. They drink on the air. They burp on the air. They fart on the air. Yeah, it's disgusting. I mean, nobody wants to hear that. And you do it all the time. Didn't I bitch at you like a month ago for eating on the air? Something was going on yeah, back there. I was there. eating what on was the air I complaining time. about? You no, remember I was what it eating. Was? It was during a break, though. Oh, during a break. That's right. Yeah, yeah during a break. It still is kind of gross because what you're basically having in front of your mouth is a freaking, it's a, it's a, it's an amplifier yes. is what it is yes. I was eating for with everything an that's coming that's out right. of your pie hole. Uh, Don Duncan did not call back. Come on, guys. What are oh, we doing? Wow. Scott Sonstang, Stang, Stang. Scott Sonstang has five minutes to call 286-9595 and grab his tickets for the Seahawk-Brown game in October uh, for the first retro game ever in Seahawk history. Hawks announcing today, October 29th against the Browns. They will wear their throwback unis. Scott Sonstang has five minutes to call 286-9595 and grab a second. Speaking of the NBA Finals, Game 3 is tomorrow. Nuggets are given two and a half. You were dead on the money for Game 2, by the way, mm -hmm. with Miami getting eight and a half points. Good call there. Thank you very much. I should give you some royalties. Nice. I want to know, from a betting perspective, which way we should go for Game 3. All I know is that they're going to go one and one in Miami. I just don't know which game's going to be which. That's the only thing. I'm, I, would be, I would be shocked... If Miami got out of Miami up 3-1, right. I'd be surprised if Denver got out of Miami 3-1. So I, I just think it's going it's going 1-1. One, one, so so this, is, this is a pass for you. It's a pass for me. Yeah. And, and then we'll, we'll roll save whatever you were going to bet on this game. Right. Roll it over to game four and take the loser of game three. Right. All right? Right. Do that. Okay. So don't, don't, don't bet on this one. Right. If Miami loses, take Miami in game yes. four. End yes. of story. Okay. End of story. And, and definitely take Denver if Miami wins Game Three. And would that be would that be a love then for Game Four? That would be a love. Okay. Particularly if yeah, I think it would be a love both ways. If right. you know, whoever loses is gonna, is going to be my love because that's the scale. It's either a like it or love it. A leak it. Right. A, a leak it. It's a like it. It's a love it. That was a like my first it or love. Leave it. That was my love first it. love in a long game time. Two game Two. Remember, I game texted two. you. Okay. That was a, that yeah. was my well, first love in a long time. Uh, Anthony Bayrudi is going to join us next segment. Hopefully, Scott Sonstang will join us. Where do Seahawks tickets look like for the year coming? up what's the game to jump on what about the uh, michigan state uw seahawk lion combo coming up in michigan in september and if you want to go to taylor swift what's going to be more expensive taylor swift tickets or your mortgage did you oh. hear what people do at taylor swift concerts by the way my oh, wife yes. no, not my wife somebody in the golf course told me this something about probably, diapers they were diapers Yes. They wear diapers you know why they wear diapers at taylor swift concerts they don't have to go to the bathroom so they don't have to miss anything well, they just you? poop themselves I don't imagine, think they use them for the deuce, though. Do they? They just. This is just. A, I don't know. I mean, I, if you're wearing a diaper, you're wearing a diaper. You may as well. Jackson, could you ever imagine going to a concert 
Dave Matthews Band, for example. Yeah, no. Dave Matthews is playing in your living room for you and 15 of your buddies. And they gotta, they're going to play for four hours. But the key is you can't get up and go to the bathroom because you'll miss something. Would you wear a diaper? No. No. Of course not. I mean, come on. If these concerts are about, what, three, four hours long? To, you well, miss, that's for all, all the acts, yeah. Right. Yeah, so for the you, main miss, acts, you miss a few minutes and go to the bathroom? Come on now. Well, how long is Taylor Swift actually on the stage? Probably a couple hours. A 90 so, minutes, couple hours, yeah. I mean, you can't hold it for 90 minutes? I mean, go right before she comes right. on the stage. Some people right. have a tougher job than others. Depends on how old you are and what yes, you had for dinner fair. the night before. That's if you had fair. a, if you had a, uh, if you had a freaking burrito for lunch, <laughs> oh, oh, no. right? mixed in with an egg McMuffin for breakfast and some bran muffins and coffee when you woke up, you might not have. You might you might want to wear a pair of Depends with you. Uh, Five twenty. We'll find out what's going on with the ticket scene and continue to try to give away these Seahawk tickets. Man, has Scott Sonstang called back yet? He's not. Okay, if he doesn't call back during the break, we'll read another name next on Softy and Dick on ninety-three-three KJRFM. Three-three KJR.com on the free iHeartRadio app or the old-fashioned way on your radio is Seattle's only FM sports station in crystal clear stereo. Now back to Softy and Dick on Sports Radio 93.3 KJR FM. All right, here we go. By the way, Scott Sonstang is one big loser. He didn't call back. Come that on, puts Brandon Aerith. Brandon Aerith is on the clock. Brandon Please tell me you're listening. Give us a phone call, 286-9595, and claim your seats for the retro game, the throwback game in October against the Browns, courtesy of VenueKings.com. Brandon Aerith has five minutes to call 286-9595 and claim his tickets. All right, here he is, the return of the king from VenueKings.com. It's our guy, Anthony Bayrudi. How are you, pal? What's going on? Great, man. I, I miss you guys. Yeah, where you been? We've been calling you for months. You've been ducking us. What's going on? Well, who knows? Anything can happen. Well, there's a lot going on in the ticket world. I know that. But, hey, dude, first of all, thanks for the tickets for the retro game. We're hoping Brandon Aerith can win those in a few minutes by calling the radio station. But what's that game going to look like? What's the market look like for that game? Because fans have been begging for a retro game for a long, long time, and you finally got one in October against the Browns. Yeah, it's actually very good value for that game. So is the whole schedule, to be honest. I, I've been really um, kind of confused by the lack of excitement towards the schedule because I think the team had a good finish to the year last year, and you got some good games on the schedule. So um, right now is actually a great time to buy. If they start the season off with a couple wins, I think you think you'll see the thing explode. How about that Thanksgiving game? I mean, I'm I'm wondering. You could see it both ways. You could see San Francisco Thursday night football should be a hot ticket, but then there might be a lot of people that are like, ah, you know what? I might sell my tickets so I can have Thanksgiving dinner at home. So, are you getting? Is there a high price point for that game? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's not, it's not that big right now, but what's happened the last couple seasons is as San Francisco wins more games and as the Seahawks have overachieved, Prices have gone up dramatically for 49ers the last couple of years. Like that game 
I believe two years ago, started at like 70 bucks and it ended up being over 200. Wow. And, I, and about three years ago, it was a $400 ticket. So you, you've seen the 49ers game pick up steam as the team start winning. And I think nobody likes each other, but uh, Thanksgiving is, is one of those days where you just rather watch it on TV. So you definitely have something there. Yeah, well, where's the where's the real value right now? I mean, besides the Brown game, is there one game that stands out over the others? And how about that Lion game in Detroit because the Huskies are at Michigan State the day before? You know, I was actually looking at doing a staff trip out to Detroit, and then my staff was like, we're not going to Detroit, but that right. would be fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, I put it on the thing, and they're like, no, we're not doing that one. But, no, listen, if, you, if you're going to go there for the Huskies or you're going to go there for the Seahawks, that's an easy double dip. I love a good doubleheader where you can go catch two games right back-to-back like that. Uh, value, very good pricing. Huskies fans not projected to travel all the way to Michigan State for that game. Um, and then the Lions are probably the best they've been in the preseason with the hype train that they've probably in like 20 years. So you've got a little bit, but still both very, very affordable. What are we looking for price-wise for those two games about? You're talking like fifty to a hundred bucks to get in the building, and and really, who knows? It could probably even go down a little bit. That's not too excited. So if you want some right. great value for a double dip, that's probably the one you want. Hey, Anthony Bayrudi from VenueKings.com. Uh, is Brandon Arif still on a clock, or is his time up, Jackson? He just called. Oh, ah, there you right go. Here. Brandon's the big winner. All right. Brandon Arif has won the tickets for the retro game, the throwback game in October against the Browns, all courtesy of our friends at VenueKings.com. You can thank Anthony Bayrudi for that. I remember Dick and I were talking last week when the Yankees were here about ticket prices for the Yankee game, and there was one game where it was 5 bucks to get in to watch the Yankees and the Mariners, like 30 bucks to sit behind home plate. What's going on with Mariner tickets right now, man? So I think a lot of people got caught up in the excitement in the preseason. The team obviously hasn't delivered so far. So what you end up getting is tremendous value to go watch some great teams play like that one. That was a full house, and the prices were 5 to 15 bucks, like you said, for the weekend to get in the building. And you can even get really good stuff for you know, $40, $50. We had that all day, and we were having a ton of orders come through, and people were getting great value. You know, um, obviously it's it's better to resell tickets for a lot of money, but it's always nice when you can get a lot of transactions and people are really happy with getting a very good deal, and that's what happened with that Yankees. And you're seeing it with a lot of the Mariners' schedule for sure. So, Anthony, let's say I got hockey fever, and I want to take a, mm-hmm. a four-day weekend to Vegas. I'm just going to party it up oh, Saturday, man. Sunday, Monday, and I'm sticking around for Tuesday of Stanley Cup game number five. How much is it going to cost me to get in the building? Yeah, that's just under 1000 bucks. That game Ooh. could be the clincher for the Cup, so that one's enormous. I just sold somebody some seats for the last game. They were at center ice for about 1500 lower bowl seats. It was a great value for them. Um, but that game specifically right now, because you could have the cup in the building, is a very big number. Yeah. All right. Well, Anthony, before you go, Dick and I were kind of joking about Taylor Swift and how there's rumors that people like to wear diapers to the Taylor Swift concert so they don't miss anything by having to go to the bathroom. Taylor Swift is coming here to Lumen Field. Are tickets even available for that show? And if they are, how much are they to get in? I'm just curious. Yeah, we have we have tickets. The prices are out completely outrageous. You're talking two thousand to get in the building. Wow. Um, I've never nobody's ever seen a concert like this anywhere. Um, and she does it in every city. She's in Detroit this weekend. Prices are over a thousand bucks. She only did two shows 
in uh, in Seattle because you got the baseball that weekend, so she couldn't do the Friday. Um, so that baseball series is huge because people are doing a, a little trip, and then they're also uh, the Taylor Swift prices are, are are just absolutely berserko. But we do have tickets, and people, yes, they are buying them. It is quite incredible. Hey, uh, Oregon or Wazoo, I think we ask you this every time Oregon and Washington State every two years plays in Seattle. Which one's going for uh, more money, a Wazoo Apple Cup ticket or an Oregon-Washington ticket? Or Oregon's bigger this year, but the real value is that Boise game. The prices are fantastic. I was just looking at it. You start the season off, you get to watch you know, a Heisman Trophy candidate right off the get-go. You're talking under 40 bucks to go watch that game. Nice. That is an unbelievable value. If you can get uh, a great game like that for 40 bucks. I think it's a home run, and I think people should take it because I don't see that one going down because I think people will realize you got Penix in town for one more year, and you probably should go watch him play because yeah. he's pretty damn good. No doubt. Well, Anthony, before you go, uh, that the uh, Live PGA thing blew up today. I'm, I'm seeing you could get tickets for day one of the U.S. Open for 160 bucks. by the way, if you want to get down to L.A. and watch the U.S. Open. Can you explain to people, though, real quick how Masters tickets work, and are they typically available on your website? Uh, they are available on our website. The Masters last year, early, was like a $1,500 ticket. You go Thursday, Friday. And then Saturday, Sunday is usually a little bit less, um, especially if Tiger's not healthy. Um, so it was about a $1,500 ticket. That is one of the examples of a show that did not drop. Everybody thinks the prices go down. Sometimes they skyrocket. That went over $4,000 to get in the building for the Masters, and it blew up. And some of the – for a couple hours here and there, the Friday, Thursday and Friday ended up being about fifty five, six thousand. 6000 So we do have tickets. Sometimes I tell people you want to go early. That U.S. Open is going to be fantastic. I, I wish I was going to be in L.A. at that time. I mean, what a great, fun time that should be. Yeah, no doubt. All right, listen, man, great stuff, and congratulations to Brandon Arath, who won the tickets for the Browns game, the throwback game in October. Before you go, lots of reasons uh, to go to VenueKings.com over other sites for tickets. What are they? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, there's, if we could pick one, just one thing that I would start to say puts us over the top we give you 10 percent back on your purchase for your next purchase if you want to go buy some taylor swift tickets what that's going to do is that's going to give you a free pair of seahawks tickets really for any regular season game because there's there's no games that are over 200 bucks to get in right now so you're going to get a very high value for your purchase and we're going to take care of you buy local that's us you don't need to go buy off some billion dollar company well, she's got two shows at Lumen Field, Taylor Swift does, and right now the cheapest seats for the first show, Dick, are 1500 bucks to get in the door. And Really nice of you to take my entire family and all of Dick and his family to go see Taylor Swift, yeah, man. appreciate that it. My daughter lot, will so. enjoy that. Yeah, yeah thank you, Th- Anthony. Thanks for those well, we tickets, pal. We got service fees. We got service fees. Sorry, uh, guys. Can't do it. No <laughs> service fees here. Hey, you're breaking <laughs> up, actually. we got to go. Anthony, you're the man. Great stuff. We'll see you, pal. See you. Take care, guys. All right, Anthony Bayrudi, VenueKings.com. And again, congrats to Brandon Arith, who won the tickets for the Browns game in October. Okay, what the hell is going on with the Sounders? Jackson Feltz, what's happening with your favorite soccer team? Brian Schmetzer is going to join us and explain what happened over the weekend. Coming up on 93.3 KJRFM. Tell Google or Alexa to play 93.3 KJR on iHeartRadio. The app is free, and it's your ticket to Seattle's sports leader. Now, back to Softy and Dick on Sports Radio 93.3 KJR-FM. 
All right, back here at the Virginia Mason Athletic Center, Clint Hurt, Seahawk defensive coordinator, will join us around 628 tonight. On the program tomorrow, Florio Petros milling the whole gang tomorrow. On the program, you're going to go back to cuddling with the morning show right at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Is that right? Oh, yeah. The alarm's yeah. already set, my friend. Yeah. You and Bucky and Ashley. Anders, the whole Cuddling game tomorrow up, yeah. morning at 6 a.m. snuggle. Okay. That's fine. It's, go ahead and cheat on us. Whatever. <laughs> We've already talked about that behind the scenes. We're not happy. Uh, speaking of not happy, I can't imagine our next guest is happy about what happened at Lumen Field this weekend. Doubleheader with the rain against Portland. And things did not go to plan. Brian Schmetzer, head coach of the Sounders, with us on the show. Brian, what's happening? Yeah, I, I'm, I would say that I'm probably not pleased. Uh, you know, we had a draw, which, you know, is a draw. No. Uh, and then the rain loss and the nightcap. So it wasn't a, wasn't a good night for the Seattle soccer yeah. teams. Well, let me ask you this. Are you more pleased about your defense or displeased about your offense in that game on Saturday? Yeah, look, we've got nine shutouts, which is really good, uh, but we can't seem to find the back of the net, Softy, and it's really starting to become an issue. Uh, we got to be able to score goals to win. I mean, we can always 0-0. Nobody wants to come watch that, so we got to figure out a way how to spark the team and, you know, get the fans back on our side and, you know, Get, play some exciting soccer. Well, let's talk about some of the reasons now. It's gone two two months now without two or more goals in MLS play. It's the longest stretch in club history. Is it just about getting Raul and Christian back fully healthy where they can play a total game, or is it more scheme issues? Well, I would say 70-30. I mean, uh, we're taking a deep dive on whether it's just personnel and certainly yeah. Christian was a big impact when he first got on. But, you know, similar to last year, I mean, have teams figured us out? That's the question that coaching staff's asking. Of, you know, that's what we're asking ourselves, and what can we do to change that? Uh, you know, Jordan Morris injured, you know, after he scored that goal against New York Red Bull. That was a blow. So a little bit of both, Dick. Well, when you talk about the deep dive, I mean, I don't want you to give away any government secrets or, or anything, but can you kind of maybe share with us uh, just a little bit of what you're kind of seeing on film that's not leading to you guys getting the job done, even without Christian and Raul out there? Yeah, well, we we're talking about how our buildup and our attacking, the we call it the prime assist zone. It's, you know, where most of the assists in game and our sport come from. And then decision-making of the players once they get into the prime assist zone and, you know, giving them the right tools to make sure that they understand, okay, when the ball's here, maybe this is the best option. When the ball comes over here and you're under pressure, this is the best way to, you know, be effective in that moment. And just giving them reps. I mean, today we started. We've got a four-day lead into Charlotte, but we've already started today just really working on our attacking movement. How long will we be with, uh, out? Without Jordan Morris, rather. Well, Dick, thank you guys for asking that question. like to break a little bit of news here. There is an outside wow. chance that Jordan will be available wow. for the Charlotte nice. game. Nice. Uh, we, we had him work out pretty hard today at training, and uh, he felt pretty good. So he's got a recovery day tomorrow, Wednesday, and then Thursday if he comes in feeling good, it, we might put him on the airplane. I love it. Okay, well, what about Raul and Christian? 33-ish minutes or so Saturday. 
Are they ready now to start and go back to their same roles against Charlotte this weekend? They're ready to start, Softy, and you know I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm going to start them. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I want to go back real quick to, to this weekend because there was forty-two thousand folks, and you mentioned the importance of putting on a a good show. Was that was the conservative nature of that game on both sides kind of due to the rivalry? Uh, I wouldn't say that, Dick. I mean, look, it was hard afternoon games. Uh, you know, turf is just a little sticky. And, you know, we just didn't do enough to get the home fans excited. There was a half of a play here. And, you know, when Christian came on and and Raul came on, we had that one moment. Uh, I just don't think we were consistent enough. Uh, but we were trying. I mean, look, we were trying to score. Just didn't just didn't manifest itself. Yeah. How much did you bring up before the match what happened down there prior? Like for four days before the game. <laughs> we <laughs> it like literally four days in a row. Yeah. Uh, look, there were four good reasons why we should have been pissed right. about the loss down there in Portland. And, you know, I used all of the days leading up to that game to, to let them know. Is it possible they were too fired up? A little bit too amped up for that thing? Could that maybe have played a role at all, or no. is, is that nonsense? No, 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 I don't th- I don't think so, Softy. I mean, look, the, 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 look, we didn't play well at midweek against San Jose. Maybe that was affecting their psyche a little bit. Maybe there was a little pressure because we didn't, you know, start off that, you know, three-game homestand, or we started it off well with the one nothing win against New York Red Bull, but then – you know, had we won that game against San Jose where we created a ton of chances, maybe they play a little more free on the weekend. I don't know. You mentioned in the, the post-match that uh, Gio Savarese, the Portland manager, has our number. It's a black hole on the resume. Can you kind of expand on that? Because, I mean, that's that's a big statement by a, by a coach to, to say that about another coach. Well, the stats are the stats, and I'm sure I'm sure Jackson uh, is giving you guys the update. I mean, we haven't beat him at home since 2017, mm. and look, I took over in 2016, so I gotta I gotta own that. And you know, that's not good enough uh, by any standard, home or away, and especially against your tribal. Yeah, well, Brian Schmetzer with us from the Sounders, coming off a nil-nil draw against Charlotte. Uh, excuse me, against Portland. You got Charlotte now this weekend. First of all, I'm trying to rack my brain. Have you been out there before yet? No. Nope. Okay. First so, time. First time. Stadium, NFL yeah. stadium. Yeah. How yeah. does that? I mean, I mean, tell me about that. When you're making a trip for the very first time, well, what what changes for you, if anything, as a coach? Well, we try and get into the stadium the day before the game, just so we get sight lines, and you know, it's good that Steph Fry gets an idea for what the what the stadium looks like, feels like, and you know, look if if the Grounds crew doesn't want us to play there. At least we do a walkthrough in a new stadium, but we're actually going to train there uh, the night before the game on Friday night. So, you know, it, it's just trying to get used to that building a little bit. And then, obviously, it's a new team. We haven't played them, so we're doing a lot of film work to try and catch up. And, Softy, just so you know, no one has allowed more goals in the MLS this season than Charlotte. There you so go. that's exactly this is the game. what the doctor ordered there, Coach. You but... just jinxed us. <laughs> oh, no. Jinxed us. I was going to say, I'm going to put big money on you guys, that's but right. I won't because I'll lose. Take the, take the over and Sounders goals, no question about it. Hey, hey Coach, thoughts on LAFC uh, losing CONCACAF? You guys remain the only MLS team to win it. 
hard tournament to win, Dick. We found that out. Wasn't easy. Look, there was a, there were some soccer people that were saying, "Oh, okay, LAFC supporter shield winner," and they they go on to win MLS Cup, and oh, they're going to win. They they were they were the favorites against Lyon. Well, I watched both legs it very intently, yep. and Lyon was a better team over the course of those two games. So you got to credit Lyon, number one, and then. You know, it's 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 hard to win, and so I'm awfully proud of the fact that we are the only MLS yeah. team so far, so far to win that tournament. And LAFC had a little bit of an easier road getting there uh, than you guys did. They were set up uh, by the MLS to maybe be in prime condition to win that thing, and they flunked the test. And I think like the 72 Dolphins, man, every time an undefeated NFL team loses, the Dolphins guys get together and pop a bottle of champagne. I think you should do the same thing. Every time an MLS team makes a run and they can't finish CONCACAF, I think we should pop a bottle of champagne. What do you think? Well, we might have already done that. <laughs> we might have it. already opened. We might have opened something. Maybe it wasn't Dom Perion, but we might yeah. have opened something yeah. uh, for that non-victory. There you go. I love it. All right, Brian, go get him this weekend in Charlotte. We'll talk in a week. All right, man? Okay, take Thanks, care, coach. guys. All right, good stuff. Uh, Dick, I'll tell you what. If they get shut out this weekend, he's going to be pissed at you next Tuesday on the radio I show. I feel very confident. Uh-oh, Did you hear who's God. starting for them? For Charlotte? No, for us. Well, he said Jordan. He said Raul uh, Rui Diaz, Christian yeah, Will, Don, and, and Jordan, Jordan Morris even may make play. The trip, and you're okay. playing the worst right. defense in the league. Let's so, go. You're going to put three goals on them. Is this a love it then for you this weekend? Well, I don't know the the, what's, the, what's the line? I'll look it up yeah, for you. Look it up. I'll look it up. We'll get look it next up. segment. All right, five fifty-five. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.